0: Welcome to Vibe with Charmi. This is where we level up your life. If you're someone who loves self-improvement and self-care, then we're about to be friends. Let's get into today's episode. So today we're going to be talking about how our diet is linked to our mood. And I am so excited because I can talk about this every day, all day, for hours on end. But I'm going to try and keep it kind of short and sweet, but also touch on the really important things because sometimes we can easily forget the connection between diet and mood because we aren't mindful about the things that we eat, especially in this day and age when we're so busy, it is so easy to throw down a sandwich, pick up some McDonald's or crack open a can of Coke just to get us through the day because a lot of us don't have the time to sit down for a wholesome meal. I lived my life that way when I moved out of my parents house. I was only 16. I had no awareness of the food I was eating and I don't know about you but I wasn't raised in a household that was mindful about what we were eating. I'm definitely sure I didn't learn much at school either. Like I learned about the food pyramid but at this point I'm pretty sure everyone's figured out that that is made up through lobbying and the government, but that's a whole other tangent. (laughs) Anyways, when I moved out, I had no knowledge of what I was supposed to be eating. I was so young, I'm pretty sure I had more liquor in my fridge than actual food at a certain point. And it went on like that until I was about 21. Ramen, pizza, microwavable meals, and it didn't help that I worked at McDonald's for my first job. Talk about being surrounded by all of the wrong things at such a young, impressionable age. I'm convinced that the only way I made it through that was because of my youth, and that made up for the terrible decisions that I was making. Because if I were to live that lifestyle now in my mid to late 20s, it would be game over, guys. (laughs) The lifestyle I live now did not happen overnight, it was an accumulation of gaining knowledge in overall health fitness, diet, and sleep. So now your self-improvement sis is eating all of her recommended dietary intakes and feeling like a goddess inside and out for the last few years and I'm going to talk about everything I've learned along the way so that you can make your journey as easy as possible. First, we're going to talk about how diet affects overall well-being, and then tips on how to improve your diet for better mental health, and then some practical tips and tricks to make this all super easy for you. First, I want to address the whole concept of gut health. It's a hot topic lately, and I'm sure you've heard it in passing. I used to think that this was like the extra stuff that I didn't really need to know, and how much did it matter anyway, since it's something more recently talked about. Long story short, I learned that it matters a lot when it comes to food and mood connection because our gut isn't just a digestion factory. It is home to trillions of bacteria and nerve cells. It's a complex ecosystem where it impacts digestion and overall well being. The gut actually has its own nervous system, which is often called the second brain. And this system communicates with our actual brain. When we eat things like a kale salad or blueberries, the good bacteria in the gut is happy, they break down the goodies, and they produce compounds that send signals up to our brains. And these are the messages that influence how we feel. So in the case of the kale salad or blueberries, we would be feeling good. On the other hand, an imbalance in the gut ecosystem due to poor dietary choices might be sending less happy messages. That is when you might notice changes in your mood or even cognitive function. So your gut isn't just about digestion. It is a key player in your mental health and well-being. When we're talking about mental health and mood, it is a given That we have to talk about serotonin and dopamine. They generally go hand in hand with a slight variation in between them. I used to think that serotonin and dopamine were basically the same thing, but serotonin is a mood stabilizer, and dopamine is associated with reward and motivation in your brain. These are the chemicals that you want running through your body naturally from the food that you consume. Serotonin loves tryptophan, and that is an essential amino acid. It can be found in food like nuts and seeds. Dopamine thrives on tyrosine, another essential amino acid, and that can be found in whole grains like oats and fruits like bananas. So If some of those foods are not in your regular diet, I would very highly recommend introducing them into your daily meals. So nutrient-rich foods like colorful veggies, nuts, and whole grains aren't just tasty, but they're also packed with vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, and your brain adores that stuff. They're amazing for fighting off oxidative stress and inflammation that can completely drag your whole mood down. So processed foods, sugars, and unhealthy fats are very tempting, but they really mess with your brain's functions, usually without us even noticing, because we've made it such a normal thing for our bodies to consume this type of food. Everywhere that I go in Toronto now, the food that I see on the streets, like it's so tempting, but there is an overwhelmingly large amount of unhealthy tempting food in these restaurants versus healthy food chains. Overwhelming difference. Food like this can spike your blood sugar, mess with your hormones, and in the long run contribute to feelings of anxiety and low mood. So an ongoing balanced diet with essential nutrients not only stabilizes your mood, but it also reduces the risk of mental and physical health problems. It will enhance your cognitive function. It will help with your stress management, sleep quality, and even increase resilience. There are hereditary factors at play and they do affect mental and chemical composition of our body. But if we can manage what we eat, we can turn a lot of things around for us. Like I mentioned earlier, I didn't always have the best diet. I used to power through my morning with coffee and eat takeout for lunch and dinner most of the time. When I did cook, it would be rice and meat, no veggies. Like, potatoes would be veggies to me. Like, potatoes are veggies, but not really your nutrient-dense ones. I don't even think I remember drinking a lot of water. It would be a lot of pop and juice. And oh my gosh, yeah. It's, it was really bad, but fast forward now, I eat a plant-based diet focusing on nutrient-dense food, and I have fully steered clear of all things caffeine, and it has made such a big difference in my life. So that gap between where I was and where I am today, it can be covered. If I can do it, I know you can. If you've heard everything I've talked about so far and it sounds foreign to you or you don't even know where to start, you've already started because you're educating yourself on how to do better. You've stuck around on this episode for this long because you know that you want to learn and do some things differently. And I am so, so proud of you for being open and honest with yourself. There are practical ways in how to gradually incorporate a healthy diet into your lifestyle because I am not for making drastic big changes. Make your changes one at a time and make them realistic so that you can stick to it. Aim to include colorful fruits and veggies in your meals. They provide a range of vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants. If you go for filling half of your plate at each meal with these things, you are golden. Opt for grains like quinoa, barley, and oats for meals instead of rice. They have a higher fiber content rather than opting for processed refined grains. For protein, I always suggest clean sources like beans, soy, and lentils. You're avoiding the harmful antibiotics high saturated fats and cholesterol and animal protein i know that this is a big topic and debate for a lot of people but just personally in my life i've noticed that eating plant protein has always made me feel better overall mood and health wise so that's just my input healthy fats like avocados are amazing for heart health and it aids in the nutrient absorption of your body so basically, when you eat healthy fats, it actually helps absorb all of the other nutrients that you're getting from fruits and veggies. So don't be scared of fats, guys. It's, there are healthy fats and unhealthy fats. You can look more into what healthy fat options you do have, like olive oil, nuts, seeds, avocados. These are great options, but do not be scared of healthy fats. You can throw all of these things into a smoothie with other fruits and leafy greens and get a really good hit of nutrients jam-packed at once. Speaking of smoothies, remember to hydrate through the day. So here's a pro tip I've picked up along the way. I add Celtic salt or mineral salt to my water and this simple add gives your body the electrolytes and helps your body absorb more of the water that you're drinking. because. Guys, if you only drink water with nothing in it, most of it actually goes through you. But if you have electrolytes in your water, like Celtic salt, then you're actually, your body is actually able to absorb more of the water content. It's a trick I picked up along the way and hydration has never felt more impactful ever since I've done this. I have the Celtic Salt Amazon link in the show notes for you guys if you want to take a deeper look into this, but this was a game changer for me. So for those of you who do know me, you know that I used to be a professional chef, and that has definitely made it a lot easier for me to prepare my food and be mindful of what I was eating. Some easy meals that I was making in the morning were oatmeal and berries with nuts. I like putting a scoop of protein powder in my oatmeal. I use United All-in-One Protein Powder. It is the best one I've come across in terms of ingredient lists. Like guys, it is more than a protein powder. It has a chalk full of loaded vitamins and minerals too. I was shocked at how clean this ingredient list was. Anyways, I highly, highly, highly recommend. So I have also linked that into my show notes for the Amazon link. If you want to check that out, you will be amazed when you see the full ingredient list. I also like adding nut butter instead of nuts into my oats. sometimes. It just makes it more creamier and I love that in my oatmeal. Hit it with some dates and you have a killer start to your day. Guys, I used to hate eating oatmeal and I would refuse to. Something about the texture, I don't know. It felt like baby food to me. And I have figured out the best recipe that even an oatmeal hater like myself would love. I actually look forward to eating my oatmeal every day. And I get sad when I finish it because I wish there was more. So get this half a cup of oats, one tablespoon of chia seeds, one scoop of protein powder, one tablespoon nut butter of your choice, three dates diced, and about a cup and a half of oat milk, but more or less depending on how you like the consistency, a drizzle of organic raw honey, and a pinch of salt. And of course berries at the end, but I make it at night And so then I have no excuses in the morning because I already have the overnight oats first thing. If you can prepare your lunches, a quinoa salad with some diced veggies, chickpeas, and a nice easy dressing like lemon tahini, it will be a staple for you, I promise. And it travels really well too because we need that for our lunches. Dinner can be a nice chana masala because who can resist that? I mean, I'm probably biased because I'm brown, but I love a good curry. And I know Indian food can be difficult for some people to make because they do use a variety and a range of spices. But you can get pre-made spice mixes from the grocery store in the international section. And trust me, it is on par with the real thing. Now, of course, we can't always eat at home because eating is a big part of socializing. We want to go get dinner with our friends. We want to go for lunch outside. Or maybe we can't always cook at home and we just want to go on a solo date and pick something up. Or maybe we're in a position where our family is doing the cooking at home. But here's the thing guys, regardless of the situation for when we cannot be in control of cooking our own meals, when I was making changes in my diet for a better me, I would communicate my goals to my family and my friends. And you know what? Most people are understanding when they know your reasons. I would focus on the socializing aspect more because that is what I'm really there for at the end of the day when I'm going out with my friends. But of course, we can't always say no to the very tempting food, especially when our friends are right in front of us indulging too, right? We don't have to because it's not about restriction. It is not about depriving ourselves and it's not about making ourselves miserable. It's about mindfulness and practicing moderation Because that is what allowed me to enjoy small portions without overindulging. And that is what made the journey of eating a balanced diet all the more enjoyable. I never felt like I was missing out on anything. Because I do indulge every now and then. And I never felt guilty about it. Because I know what lifestyle I lead on all other days of the week or the month. I have the confidence in myself and in my food choices. And that is why I am now encouraging you with this positive change and growth too. If you already do all of these things that I mentioned, I am so happy and I would, of course, love to hear more tips and tricks that you've picked up along the way too. So DM me and let's connect. And if you're just starting your health journey or you're in the middle of it, you're starting to get, you know, your foot in the game, then I would love for us to connect too because it is so important to be surrounded by like-minded people who share the same goals. So all in all, eating well isn't just a one-time gig. It is a daily opportunity to treat your brain and body right. It is about giving it the right nutrients to thrive, supporting its functions like memory, focus, and even stress management. Remember to listen to your body and understand what works for you. The affirmation of this episode and week is, I feel my best when I nourish myself with wholesome food. I hope you found value in today's episode. I want you to know that you deserve good health, you deserve to feel nourished, and you deserve to feel strong in your body. Thank you so much for your time and energy today. I can't wait for us to get together again next week. I will see you then.